Thanks for joining us this week on the podcast. This is Ray Martinez. We're going to be talking about what Jesus said about end times. Now, there's a lot of controversy and discussion about is it the rapture or the end times? And they are really two different topics. The topic of the end times has fascinated people for centuries. In this podcast, we'll explore what Jesus had to say about the end times and what we can learn from his teachings. You will find this in my new book, The Teachings of Jesus, in chapter 11. Our scripture reading is going to be from Matthew chapter 24, verses 13 and 14. And here's what Jesus says. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. And the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the whole world so that all nations will hear it. And then the end will come. In Matthew 24, Jesus gives a lengthy discourse about the end times. He warns his disciples about false prophets, wars and rumors of wars, famines, earthquakes, and persecution. He also speaks of the coming of the Son of Man, saying that no one knows the day or the hour of his return. In Mark 13, Jesus again speaks of the end times, warning his disciples to be on guard and to stay awake. He speaks of the coming of the Son of Man and the signs that will precede his return. In Luke 21, Jesus speaks of the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem and the signs that will precede his return. He warns his disciples to be on guard and not to be weighed down by the worries of this life. What can we learn from Jesus' teaching? Well, number one, be on guard. Jesus' repeated warnings to be on guard and to stay awake show that we need to be vigilant in our faith. We should not be complacent or apathetic, but should be actively seeking to grow in our relationship with God and to share his love with others. Number two, persevere through trials. Jesus' warnings of persecution and hardship show that we will face trials in this life. However, he also promises that those who persevere to the end will be saved in Matthew 24, verse 13. Here's the third point. Trust in God's timing. Jesus' statement that no one knows the day or the hour of his return shows that we should not be preoccupied with trying to predict when the end will come. Instead, we should trust in God's timing and focus on living a faithful life. Number four, share the gospel. Jesus' teachings on the end times should motivate us to share the gospel with others. We should be actively seeking to help others come to faith in Christ so that they too can be saved. The timing of the rapture in relation to the tribulation is a highly debated topic within the Christian community. There are various viewpoints on this matter and it remains a subject of intense discussion. The three main perspectives include the pre-tribulational view, which holds that the rapture takes place before the tribulation. Then there's the mid-tribulational view, which suggests that the rapture occurs around the middle of the tribulation period. And the post-tribulational view, which asserts that the rapture happens at the end of the tribulation. Additionally, there is a fourth viewpoint known as the pre-wrath, which is a modified version of the mid-tribulational position. 
The pre-tribulational view argues that believers will be taken up to heaven before the period of the tribulation begins. Supporters of this perspective often cite biblical passages such as 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verses 16 through 17 and Revelations chapter 3 verse 10 to support their claims. They believe that God will spare the church from the intense suffering and judgment that will occur during the tribulation. The mid-tribulational view holds that the rapture will occur after the tribulation has begun, but before its most severe period. Advocates of the view points to the verses like Matthew 24, verses 29 through 31, and 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 52, to support their stance. They argue that believers will experience some tribulation, but will be taken up to meet Christ before the worst part of it takes place. The post-tribulational view maintains that the rapture will happen at the conclusion of the tribulation. Supporters of this view often refer to passages such as Matthew 24, verses 29 through 31, and Revelations 20, verses 4 through 6 as their evidence. They believe that Christians will go through the entire tribulation, enduring the persecution and trials, but will be raptured and join Christ at His second coming. The pre-wrath view is a modification of the mid-tribulational, as we talked about before. It suggests that the rapture will take place before the pouring out of God's wrath, which occurs towards the end of the tribulation. Advocates of this perspective emphasize passages like Matthew 24, verse 29 through 31, and 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 9, to support their interpretation. It is important to note that this topic remains a matter of interpretation and there are differing opinions among theologians and scholars. Various commentaries provide an in-depth discussion on the subject, analyzing scriptural passages, historical context, and theological frameworks. It is recommended to consult multiple sources and engage in thoughtful study to gain a comprehensive understanding of these viewpoints. There are a list of people who write about these topics. The primary scripture passages on the rapture is 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18. It states that all living believers, along with all believers who have died, will meet the Lord Jesus in the air and will be there with him forever. The rapture is God's removing of his people from the earth. A few verses later, 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 9, Paul says, For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Another crucial passage on the timing of the rapture is Revelations chapter 3 verse 10, in which Christ promises to deliver believers from the hour of trial. But quote that, the hour of trial that is going to come upon the earth. This could mean two things. Either Christ will protect believers in the midst of the trials, or he will deliver believers out of the trials at that last second. Both are valid meanings of the Greek word translated from. However, it is important to recognize what believers are promised to be kept from. It is not just the trial, but the hour of trial. Christ is promising to keep believers from the very time period that contains the trials, namely the tribulation. The purpose of the tribulation, the purpose of the rapture, the meaning of 1 Thessalonians 5.9, and the interpretation of Revelations 3.10 
all give a clear support to the pre-tribulation position. Let me close with this note. Jesus' teaching on the end times can be both sobering and encouraging. They remind us of the reality of trials and persecution in this life, but also of the hope we have in Christ's return. Let's be on guard, persevere through trials, trusting in God's timing, and share the gospel with others as we await His coming. I think what's important to keep in mind is that Jesus knows where we are in our life and He will rescue us. An extensive search and rescue effort has been underway to try to locate the 21-foot vessel. It's not clear how close the submersible was to the Titanic wreck, which lies 12,500 feet deep at the bottom of the ocean floor off the coast of Newfoundland, Canada. And there was just some breaking news that said they actually located it, but it has been destroyed. They think it imploded. Well, we lost some lives there no doubt. But rest assured, God knows where they are. Clearly, we are unable to rescue them. But God will at the appropriate time, and that very well may be during the rapture. God bless your day today, and pray for the families who lost their family members at sea.